¿Qué ondas, primos y primas? And welcome to My Primos Podcast, the show where two primos talk over each other as much as possible and about the world events. Thanks for joining us, and here we go. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. Thanks for joining us. If this is your first time, we appreciate you listening in. Hopefully, we don't scare you off. And those of you coming back, thanks for sticking with us. My name is Freddy, and with me tonight, as always, my primo and yours, Walter. Say hi, Walter. Yes. Um, <clears throat> doing good. How you doing? doing? Good? Um, yep. I'm doing, man. I just got done with the workouts. I'm like panting and sweating. I mean, I don't have my shirt off, yeah. but still. Soon, sexy. soon, soon enough, soon enough. Soon enough, soon man. Enough. I feel kind of. Kind of that endorphin, you know, when you're, you know, when you're doing a sport or in the middle of something, you kind of just energize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're still on that, on that, um, because you moved this week. We, well, I actually helped you move this weekend, right? Yeah, definitely. You came up to my neck of the woods to help me move. So that was interesting. I got to try a pupuseria, uh, which we teased a little bit about. Yeah, actually, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, hey, did you know that um, you ordered que, que fue chilate and torrejas? Regados. <clears throat> Do you know that it's an off-item menu, a menu item? It's not on the menu. No, it's not. I went there yesterday a comer un tamal, oh. y estaba bien solo. Estamos nosotros ahí, yo, uh, my wife, and and Jimmy. Fuimos y me senté y miré todo el menú y no estaban ahí. Y le pregunté a la muchacha. Y, y yo, otra, la otra vez que estuve aquí me dieron chilate y nuegados. Dice, sí, los tenemos. Y, pero, ¿por qué no aparecen en el menú? Dice, no sé. That's nadie, a secret menu. Nadie, nadie los pide. <laughs> I didn't like, realize that. I just, I just asked, ¿tiene nuegados con chilate? Y dice, yeah, boom, done. I think that's, you were complaining that they were taking too long. That's why they were taking too long. Because they went, they went to, actually found the lady, the oh, salvadoreña at found, home. They, no, they found the yuca, la fueron, la escarbaron, la sacaron, la molieron, y toda madre, güey. Because la yuca, I mean, cuando haces nuegados, la yuca, and correct me if I'm wrong, people out there, but I think I'm, I think I, I'm right, but la yuca, cuando haces nuegados, la mueles cruda. La mueles cruda, y de ahí... Haces como bolitas and you drop it in the... Aceite, in the oil. In el aceite a freír. Sí. I mean, it was good. A mí me gustó con, con la miel y todo. So that was a good night out, me and you. Kind of boys night after moving oh, around yeah, the rain. Oh, yeah, we went out after we moved a bunch of crap, did a couple of trips. So, a hide. Thank you for, for letting us use your truck. <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. Thank so, you. Thank you. So it was very much appreciated. Yo, uh, a hide from, uh, I don't know. A night out or something. Yeah, yeah, we owe her a night out. Well, I'll be going to Austin in a couple of weeks, uh, so we'll have some fun down there. But uh, I wanted to just to catch up. I know that last week we had a, a kind of an off episode. We had the interview with uh, Gonzalo, yeah. uh, the creator of The Legend of Pollo Man. And so it's Gonzalo Alvarez, those of you that did listen in. Uh, I thank you guys for kind of giving him some, uh, some love. You know, he did get some followings uh, because of us here. And the big news, if you've been following him and kind of his journey, uh, he announced on Facebook that he was picked up by a literary agency, so like an agent, picked up picked him up as a client. So like a day or two later after we interview him. I mean, I'm not gonna interview? I'm not gonna give us credit like we had. No, no, no I'm not saying, but that, I, that's how but recent it happened. That's like, how recent, that's how, how quick things happen, right? Like he, he was he was still like in that I can't say much about blah, and then boom, like two days later, I think it was boom, done. I mean, I'm gonna so, give yes. me, I'm gonna give us some credit, like maybe you know, <laughs> yeah. los primos out there, uh, you know, helped yeah. out Gonzalo with his, his cause and much deserved. <laughs> you know, he he works hard, no, he hustles, yeah, so he definitely want to support a primo when we can. But he got picked up by a, an agent, so that means that they're gonna pitch his Pollo Man concept to different publishing houses. So the same company that published all the Percy Jackson books, so that became a huge mm-hmm. franchise. So it's a great thing for him. And wow! So, so big deal. whoever. So how does that work? If you can enlighten me, at least. Sure. So an agent is the one that has the connections, you know, with people uh-huh. in the industry, and so they're gonna go pitch his story with their connections to publishing houses, uh, big literary publishing houses. So for like teens and young adults, they're gonna basically get his story picked up, 
pitch it to different companies and they're going to pay him in advance. Okay, here's X amount of dollars. We're going to be the exclusive publishing house for Pollo Man. The first six books will be for us. Like if Disney decides, fuck it, we want Pollo Man and they publish it, they own that book. And so Gonzalo has money to make Pollo Man and live off of that. You know, that's his career. And so that's the dream. You know, you get picked up by a big publishing house or a big movie studio, a cartoon studio, what have you. They pay you to develop it. They pay you to make it. They pay you while it's running and it becomes a big thing, you know? So more power to him. I definitely, uh, I'm glad he's doing well. A primo, you know, doing, getting things done. You know, he had a lot of passion behind what he did. And so we definitely got to celebrate and applaud, you know, when there is a passion is being rewarded. This is a first step for him, a big step. But I'm very happy that we were able to kind of uh, get in on the ground floor with Pollo Man. You know, remember, guys, you can still support his work because he's still, you know, right now nothing's written in stone. Yeah, until yeah, exactly until it happens and has it doesn't exist. Exactly. Come so go check out yes. check out his Patreon again, Patreon.com/slash/GonZink. That's G-O-N-Z-Z-I-N-K. Patreon. Uh, me and Gualter became patrons as well. So definitely, every little bit helps him. Just give him a, a shout there, and primos, you know, let's keep this guy going. Now, Walter, you came and helped me out. Not only did you come help me move and do all that, you also picked something up, man. What did you pick up when you were here? A dog. So thank you, Beckham. You hooked it up with a fucking badass little pit bull. A little pit bull. But, I, you know, I was kind of, I'm, I'm, I want to touch on it because I was thinking, hey, what are you going to name this gorgeous little pit bull? Because she's gorgeous. She has a nice silver brown well, yeah, color. Like, yeah, like, because the thing is, we had the dog had a litter of ten and yeah. three boys, seven females, yeah. and then they kind of brought them. I actually wasn't planning on getting one, but he had Fun so many. <laughs> but then he brought them over, and it's like they all look so beautiful, and it's and I I mean at least the one I ended up, you know, I felt a connection like an avatar, you know, when when he like makes a connection with that fucking flying bison. Group. Blue bat or whatever the hell it is. It wasn't a bat. It was a bison. No way. El cabron, la de Avatar, the blue animal. Oh, I thought you were talking about Avatar, the airbender. Like. <laughs> no, no. That's Avatar, the last airbender. Yeah, this is Avatar. Avatar. But remember that scene where they... Um, yeah, so I kind of felt a connection with her. And she was really quiet, and she's apparently the smallest one of the litter, right? No, so, I think she was like the seventh born out of the litter. There were ten. Oh yeah. yeah. So, yeah, and that's the weird thing that I didn't know, and I was like, oh shit, that's dope. Seven, for those who know. Um, <laughs> and um, but yeah, that was cool. I brought her back home, and How is she I'm being? actually gonna. Uh, she's doing good. Ya le pus ya tiene nombre. Se llama Chabela. Chavez, Why is this like the Chavez, most Chavez. like Mexican name you can put a dog? Well, one because I like Chavela Vargas. Llorona. A mí me dicen el negro llorón. Um, but uh, <clears throat> from because it turned out that her color, her coat is is because we were thinking that she was blue, right? Like a blue nose pit bull, whatever. Well, she, her dad is a blue nose pit bull. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and um, I picked her out, and it turns out that she's not really like a, a blue or whatever, gray. So she turns out she's more like a like a khaki blue, like a blue with some, like some brown in it, something like that. It's not like, like a silver not, kind of color. Almost. Yeah, it's not silver. It's not silver, silver, really. I mean, I don't know about dogs, really, but I'm just going out just to kind of describe her coat. And it turns out that she's like, there, there's a coat type or color type that's called Isabel. Isabel? Isabel? Mm. So Isabel, Isabel, Chavela is short for Isabel. So Chavela, Chave. So that's her name, Chavela Chave. So that's how we ended up with her name. So. Cool, man. You have, so in your house, you tenés gallinas. Tenés gatos. It's the, it's the, it's the Noah's Ark, man. You got two <laughs> dogs now. I got two chickens. And then I got two cats. You need two goats. And you made it, man. No, mucho chingan. Tengo sapos. 
can I, can I claim him as my, no, I saw, I'm not sapos afuera ahorita ahí. Um, but yeah, I have two chickens, two cats, and two dogs. I think that's enough. Um, actually, tomorrow I'm going to take both cats and the puppy to the vet. That's not going to be cheap. It's going to be all in one run at 8 o'clock tomorrow. I'll be at the Those vet. Those are your babies, man, because puppies yeah. and animals and babies are expensive, dude. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But, but no, she's really good. She's really calm. She sleeps mostly a lot. I mean, she's only, what, like eight weeks old yeah. right now? So. No, man, I, I haven't had a dog in, in years. I grew up around dogs, but like my kid, me pide pelo. No, but te mordió uno, no? Like, I remember a story, like, you have a big gash on your leg, right, or something oh, yeah, like that? yeah, I have uh, my thigh. How did that left, happen? On my left thigh, I have a, still have puncture wounds from my, uh, I had a, a bull mastiff, like, a, they called it a master, what was it, a bull mastiff? I remember, see, you had a, your dad, it was it you or your dad, you had a big-ass white one and a black one. It was a like, black one, uh, a Neapolitan master like it's this giant pit bull mixed with like a, a bull mastiff yeah and oh, he got it from I a farm fucking huge ass motherfucking yeah dog. well he he got it from a farm and he was big my dad uh he's a very strong guy like he did bodybuilding and whatnot and so he would carry him and like walk him with the big chain and this big ass mm-hmm. dog was like a little pony like he was big it's a big ass dog uh but lo agarramos ya grande and he was with us for like a good 10 years. And at a certain point, estaba atrás limpiando, you know, el perro su, su pupu y todo. I was feeding him, cleaning up. But he was old enough where his eyes were just like really milky, really white. And, no. and he couldn't see very well. But not only that, like he just couldn't function. Like he was having a hard time hearing. And then from what the doctor said at the end, that he had a hard time smelling. So once a dog loses his smell, it's kind of hard for oh, him to, well, to yeah. get around, you know? Yeah. It was old, pero that was, me puro aquí en la historia. I was cleaning up, y nomás en la casa estaba yo, mi abuelita, y mi hermana, la Karen, the youngest one. And so I was cleaning up in the backyard, y que el, estaba enfrente de mi perro, estaba recogiendo, y he was kind of odd. He was kind of like really agitated. Y se paraba la, la oreja así, like trying to figure out who's here you know like who's here who's in the backyard like he would uh, he would look uh, like away from me and then he'd be like acting all weird and i'm so my thigh mis chores the material mm-hmm. le pegó la nariz, and it kind of scared him and that fool like like chomp, chomp, chomped at me as he snapped and when he snapped at me i jumped back but he knocked me down this dog was Shit. big so he was like Truthfully speaking, he had to be like, what, 100-something pounds? Like, he was a big dog. He was a big dog. He knocked me down, and he just immediately just chomped on my thigh. I see, metió los dientes. I'm talking like, pop, pop. Like, he just punctured my leg, and I felt it go in. I'm screaming. I'm screaming, ah, ah. And I'm screaming, help, help, help. Meto las manos in his mouth. Try to, But, I mean, it's a dog. Fuck. I mean, I can't. And he, like, bit my fingers. Yeah. Like, I couldn't get him <clears throat> off me. I'm screaming, 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 help, help, help. De repente llega mi tío Saul, my uncle, from work randomly, just early. Fuck. And he heard me screaming. He jumps the gate and he sees the dog and he starts grabbing and choking on the dog. And I'm like trying to move with him, you know, because he's holding my leg. Dog's not letting yeah. go. And dog's like shaking his head. He's like, <sighs> and like, I mean, it's just really fucked up. I'm screaming. And Sound effects like, and all, huh? I mean, I can't be like, <laughs> Whatever, but yeah. me arrastraba el perro así, 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 and I'm like, mátalo. <laughs> At this point, like, mátalo. Like, I don't care. Like, mátalo. Kill this motherfucker. And he called the mother. Dame a cuchillo. Dame a cuchillo to kill this dog. Y la abuela, pues, you know, grandma's old school, you know, she don't care, el corvo, mm-hmm. el machete de la casa, and she runs out with it, but then my tío, like, reacts, like, he kind of says, hold on a second, y vio la manguera. Oh, yeah, that, Entonces, that's, like, el, a python, el, like, a python. So, agarró la manguera, y encendió el agua, y le puso la manguera en la nariz al perro, uh-huh. y el perro, pues, ahí, tosió, y le gomi, I jumped out the way, I ran. And when I ran, I threw the pala that I was cleaning up the dog shit with and knocked him mm-hmm. the fuck out. 
con la pala, knocked him out. Fuck. And in the meantime, I'm bleeding out. I keep, I'm bleeding. I have like Shit. three puncture wounds in my thigh. Uh, and I'm limping out to the house. And my grandma me pone limón y jabón ahí en la casa, like, trying to figure some shit out on, like, you know, as much as we can. Y mi tío, el perro ahí, se le dio, le dio lástima que el perro lo haya aventado. And then my papa llegó de repente, and he's like, ¿qué te pasó? And I got bit by a dog. He's like, liar. And like, ¿cómo que liar? Look, I'm bleeding. So he takes me to the hospital, and I'm bleeding. I'm, like, turning blue in the fucking emergency room, and they're like, have a seat. Fuck. They'll be with you soon. And then, like, yeah, pues, that's the long story. I went to the hospital. You know, I got, like, you know, wounds. I had to fucking let heal. And then the city How about came. The ra- did you get rabies shots and all that stuff? No, he had all his shots, so I didn't have to worry oh, about man. that. But um, they gave me a couple of shots. A mí también. Pero la ciudad, pues, they had to be in form of a dog attack. And so yeah. they came out. They had him quarantined in our backyard. And then eventually they came back and said, like, hey, man, like, we got to we gotta take him. Like, we got to take him. I don't know the ins and outs of how or why I had to take him, but they took him. They took him and they put him Damn. down. It was sad. I don't, I'm not mad at the dog. I'm not. I'm no, not. yeah, it had to do, it had to do with old age and, you know, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's. He like was with us man. for a long time, man. I mean, over 10 years with us and. He was gentle, you know, it just happens and it's an animal at the end of the day. Uh, pero I don't believe in that whole thing que la raza de, pe- de people was mean. Yeah. See, I don't believe in that because we never raised our dogs to be that, you know, and they weren't. They were gentle. Family always came over. You no, well, you've seen Rambo, right? Like Rambo, is, he's like the most docile people that you've ever seen. Like I've even, I've even, you know, sin querer, I'll step on him. And even then he won't react, you know, to bite. He'll kind of just, you know, like he's not violent at all. Like, so, I mean, actually he's very fucking, he'll fucking fucking bite your face off if you come to my house. <laughs> Never mind. Hold on, correction. Yeah, this dog correction. is dangerous. His name is Rambo and he lives up to his reputation, motherfuckers. Yeah, man, he, he cauterized his own wounds. Yeah, he's, he's fucking lived in the wild. He killed a soldier. But anyways, that's um good story, man. I, I I had never heard it in detail. I just remember, oh yeah, that it bit you and you had to. Well, you know what's funny? A funny, a funny side note to that. I was dating my wife at that time, right? We were dating oh, yeah? for a little while, not a long time. Sec- you got some sexy scars and no, 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 escuchame, escuchame. So, I had a date with her that night. I had to pick her up from work and go on a date. We were going to go see Van Helsing. That's how que old... Otra sacudida, no, pero... <laughs> yeah. pero fíjate, that's how old I am when Van Helsing was in theaters. So that tells you wow. how old I am. Pero, so she, I tried to, I had, first I was in the hospital and I had to call her sister. And I said, hey, can you, I said, hey, is your sister home? No, she's at work. Me echaron los perros, le dijiste. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I wish. No, le dije, hey, uh, Tell your sister that I, I can't pick her up and that we can't go to the movies. I'm on my way to the hospital. I got bit by a dog. And the girl, hermana starts laughing like, what, you're lying? And I go, no, I got bit by my own dog. She's like, okay. I said, okay. Now I'll you're lying. Her, I'll call her later. <laughs> and he ate my homework. And he ate my homework. So then she tells her sister, like, hey, he calls her at work. Hey, Freddie called you that he can't pick you up. He's in the, he went to the hospital because he said his dog bit him. And she's like, What? Okay, whatever. She didn't believe me, okay? Who's this? Who's call her out right now? It's my wife. So then, No, but which one of the sisters? Which of the sisters what? Called her? No, didn't believe you. No, well, no one believed me. No one did. So then, check this out. No, but who's the one that answered the phone? Uh, I don't remember what sister, but... Yeah? I told well, her, all of them then. <clears throat> all of them. So then... Lucia, my wife Lucia comes home and she's like, okay, what happened? And then she calls me and I tell her like, oh, I got bit by my dog. I'm in the hospital. I'm here at home. I can't go out. I'm sorry. You know? And that was it. Did she believe you? She didn't believe me. So guess what? The next day. What a guy got to do, huh? No, the next day she shows up. She hops the bus from fucking deep ass Linwood all the way to my mom's house by the fucking airport in LAX. And she shows up to the house. I'm thinking, oh, wow, that's sweet. She comes to check up on me. 
She came to make sure I wasn't fucking lying. She's like, I didn't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> so she shows up with with, with her heartless, sister, Lucy, with her sister and her sister's boyfriend, and they're like, oh shit, we didn't believe oh, you. Oh, to dog. fuck you up? Not to fuck you up. Fuck you they up, needed bro. an escort to South Central, and yeah. I mean, two girls on the bus going down to the hood. But I mean, Linwood to South Central is kind of the same shit. But anyways, so then no me creían, so les enseñé la nalga because I had to take off my my. My shorts. You had to go that far? Hey, man, I had to. You, I told her, like, you want to see it? And they're like, okay. After levantaron un poco la nalga and showed her. I know how nowadays people want under boob uh-huh. and side boob. They got some, like, uh, yeah. side butt right there on my thigh. And they saw the puncture <laughs> wounds and everything. And they're like, damn. Con las estrellas y todo. Todo ahí fucked up. And they're, like, eating pizza and shit. And they're like, yeah, you can't have pork right now because you're on antibiotic. And then de repente yo de todo, like, I'm feeling bad. She's like, hey, we're still going to go to the movies. Can you come? And I was like, uh, I don't think I can fucking go to the movies. I just got attacked by a dog. And I had to tell my mom, like, mom, can I go to the movies? <laughs> I was like, sentate vos. No says caso, you ain't going nowhere. And like, Bicha te vino a sonsacar, mandala. <laughs> la mierda. Said, no, but that was a whole dog story. Lucia still tells it. And she's like, I didn't believe you. But yeah. Damn, well, yeah, like you said, just going back, like, you know, I don't believe that either about, you know, dogs in terms of especially the pit bull because it gets a bad a bad rap, but a lot of it is just how they raise them, and they raise them very aggressive pretty much, right? Like I said, I, I have a pit bull, it's Rambo, and he's docile, and, you know, I, I plan to do the same one with this one, and she's cute like a button, so anyways, falling in love with her every single there you go, La Chave. Well, I guess you you can pull I'll out. Some, I'll post some pictures of her because y'all can check her out. She's a nice looking little puppy still. Yeah, thank man, you, Becco. Thank you, thank you, Becco. Primo Becco for the. Actually, no. Thank you. What's the name of the of the mom of the? Marisol. Marisol is the name of the mama. So thank you, Marisol. I'll take care of your daughter. There you go. Well, Marisol is Luciano's girlfriend. Is having a baby. And then the puppy. Wey, yo te digo el nombre de la perra, wey. Oh, la perra que la tuvo es Sophie. Okay, Sophie. Anyways, Marisol, congratulations, because she's. It was the also mother. Marisol's of uh, Marisol's baby shower. Uh, baby shower, and and it was also Sarah's birthday. So happy birthday, Sarah. Yeah. You know um, what? I'm curious. Like, when did that transition happen? When the baby shower is like male and female and kids. It used to be like strictly women know. only, no? I don't know. I have no idea. I guess, yeah. Is it? I don't know. I've 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 haven't I'm, been around. I don't care. For... I'm down with a party. You know, then it's cool. Everybody was chilling. They played games and todo. But I remember as a kid, like my mom was very adamant about it. Like, oh, I'm going to a baby shower. Okay. Y yo soy no las allowed. mujeres. No men allowed. You know, and we're like, okay, I guess it's a, it's a woman thing, but. And now there's men allowed. No, yeah, now <laughs> it's just like a party. But now people even bring beer and all this stuff. And I'm like, I guess this is what it's all about. This is it? This is it, man. Okay. But so anyways, I digress. But anyway, we had a good time, good weekend. Uh, thank you, man, for coming and visiting me. I appreciate it. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Third rule of Fight Club. Someone yells stop. Goes limp. Taps out. Fight is over. Fourth rule. Only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule. One fight at a time, fellas. Sixth rule. No shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule. Fights will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule. This is your first night at Fight Club. You have to fight. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. What? Welcome to Fight Club. Yeah, so I'm we're going to bring back our random yeah. phone call since we're catching up. See who we can get a hold of. Walter, you have someone in mind? Yes, I have someone in mind. We'll see if I can get a hold of them. I have two people in mind in case one of them doesn't answer. Remember, this is a we'll random see. phone call, so keep okay. your phone near you Wednesdays or Thursdays because you may get a phone call. Let's see. Okay. Dale, aquí va. Mm. 
Oh, here you go. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey, How's it going? Nothing much. Just calling to bug you. What you been up? To? <laughs> what are you up to? Uh, we're so uh, haven't seen you in a while. And I are watching uh, Netflix. Ah, Netflix and chill with Daniela. Damn. Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Okay, well. <laughs> wow. Uh, That's a little... We're still we're still we're still up for this weekend, right? Drinks with uh, Edu. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Six. Uh... Six o'clock's time. Hey, you know, yeah, whatever works for that gentleman with the <laughs> with the with that Achilles tendon fucking rupture, oh whatever the fuck God. it happened. That's what he gets for trying to act young, huh? Ruptured his uh, Achilles. That's a serious, serious injury, man. Sounds like it. But anyways, uh, but anyways, so right now me and my cousin we're recording the, the podcast. Um, we're recording, so you're gonna be on it. Um, so just pretend by. Continuing on this phone call, you agreed to blah 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 whatever. <laughs> this call is so, being recorded. Uh, this episode we're gonna talk about movies pretty much. So, real quick, top, top, cause top three movies. Um, that you want to see remade. My my cousin would want to meet you actually, cause he's a big movie buff himself, and I told him you have a, like a little library in the <laughs> middle of your living room that you know I don't know how Daniela allows that. But it's like right in the yeah. So top three movies and what movie would you like to see remade, and which oh, one and which one would you not like anybody to touch it? And I'm only asking because recently you've been here. We've been. I don't know if you've been hearing about all these remakes that they're planning on, be it shows or movies. So three your top three movies and one remake that you would love to see and one that you would never want to get touched. Wanted to get touched. Damn. Okay. That's a oh, that's a hell of a question. Okay. Top three movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if I have an order, so I'm just gonna give you three. Um, Lars von Trier's Antichrist is gonna be in there. Um, mm-hmm. I gotta do like a sci-fi thing because it's my what I like. Uh, probably. Alien. Okay. Uh, Ridley Scott. That's kind of a. Yeah. It's gonna, that's gonna be uh, controversial for sure. And then, okay, I'm gonna do something a little bit, a little bit more contemporary. Dang, this guy knows his movies. Well, he doesn't have to cater oh, to everybody. It's your this favorite. Such a hard, I mean, anybody who loves movies, this is like a really impossible question. Uh, in some true. in some ways. It's true. Okay. Uh, cause I'm just on the spot. I'm going to say, oh, fuck you, Walter. Um, <laughs> that's the best movie. Hey, man, it, it sounded, that's the best way when you're on the spot. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so I have to drag it out. Um, I like, dude, I just like, you know, David Fincher 7 was a movie that, like, made me love. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to do okay. 7, Antichrist, and what was my... Alien. 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 I'm okay, so horror. I'm in like a horror mood. Clearly. So then, ah, clearly, clearly. Okay. So that would be your top three movies. So what would be a remake that you would like to see made that you haven't seen? Um, okay. That that I mean, that could be for you know technological reasons that they have better sure. you know whatever. And then one, sure. like I said, one movie that you would never ever don't like touch it. To, Leave it alone. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Okay. So. A, I kind of like always don't remake stuff because mm-hmm. especially the movies that I like. Um, but okay, good fucking questions. These are great questions. <laughs> um, You're welcome. <laughs> okay, I think I think you know what I would really. This is like. You familiar with the movie like Spartacus? Yeah. The Roman, yeah. yeah. I think that movie has okay. like incredible potential, and it was and it was uh, censored so much in the fifties because of the blacklist. Like Stanley Kubrick couldn't put his name on it, Trumbo couldn't put his name on it, and so I would like to see that without any of the censorship and We're just doing, like man. let that like kind of like the glorious oh, revolutionary. Because okay. Spartacus, I, I've only seen the Showtime, the show itself, like the show. Well, the movie oh, is like. Charlton Heston. No, but the movie, just the movie, the movie itself. Yeah, yeah. Just the movie. Chuck Heston. It's a, I mean, series and movies are completely different in terms of yeah. how, right? 
things are being directed and and arranged and the storytelling. Yeah, sure. good one. It's a good one. Then, like something that I don't ever want to touch. Yeah. I think it's kind of perfect as it is. <sighs> also gonna have to go old on it, uh, obviously. Ooh. You know what? I'm gonna maybe. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Man. Yeah. I was thinking some of the like. They just remade um, Old Boy, which is a like, oh, Korean yeah, horror film, that's a... which bothered me. I mean, it's fine. It's like they did a good job with it, but it's like not. It's not, not that yeah. Movie. Yeah, so like, I don't know. I think it would bother me a lot if uh, they like. Because that's a, a Korean movie. film, right? First of all. Yeah. It's a, and then it's they a made a U.S. Film. version of it. Yes. With uh, with who uh, the guy that Josh played Brolin. yeah he Josh played Brolin. Cable on on he played Cable on Deadpool. in um Deadpool it's, right so yes okay. yeah exactly so yeah I so that actually so that's again like that's a trilogy so I would really be uh, disturbed if they decided to like make the rest of that. No, because the, the the Korean ones are much better, I think, too. Oh, yeah. It's just so that you, there's like a freedom that comes with... Um, like, I don't know. The thing is, that they, I mean, a lot of it, too, I think it has to do with the, 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 their, you know, in terms of their limits and, and, and morbid. It doesn't seem like they have any. Like, they'll just yeah. run with it. You don't need a budget exactly. to throw like, someone they're out. Not, they're not, like, in some sense, there's a scene like, I mean, even if it's a box office, like goes well with the kind of extremes but like they're not afraid of like pushing things too far yeah. and so anyway Chan Park's the director and I would be anything from anything that they remake of his I would be please don't touch it Spike Lee fine but like that just proves he shouldn't be touching these movies they're perfect mm. as they are okay real quick don't don't, yeah. don't you know this will be it but real quick question don't drag it out too long <laughs> uh, how about how about Battle Royale how do you feel about that well, Battle Royale was the Hunger Games, you know? They stole yeah, that but idea. Battle Royale is like the Hunger Have you never seen Battle Royale? I've never seen it. Okay, that'll be homework. You must watch that. by, Or we can watch it this weekend. <laughs> we'll do that. Cool, man. Hey, man, thanks for answering. I never thought you would, but you're the perfect guy. when we Because we're going to talk about movies. I said this guy's the guy to talk to. Anyways. Hey, man, happy, happy to do it well, sir. Okay, man. cool, man. Hey, bye. Bye. So, cool. He had a good a good list, man. The guy knows his movies. What do you think about his list? I think it was good. I I can agree with it. Was Spartacus? I never thought about that, but think about it this way: when Three Hundred came out, it was a fucking phenomenon, right? Mm -hmm. And so think about it now: if Spartacus comes out with the style of that type of movie, like a Zack Snyder kind of style nowadays. But I th I think that Spartacus fell out of I mean, I don't know. I mean they made the show itself. I liked it. I watched sure, it. Sure, but they no, switched, so look at the switch characters. The yeah. show was great for what it was, right? But the movie is so grand and there's such a scale to it. It can be like the next three hundred if you really know how to do it. So I think it's a no, good yeah, idea. But a lot of it has to do I think with like these waves of trends that happen. Like, all of a sudden, they'll make a bunch of superhero movies, and then that'll go away, and they'll make a bunch of war movies, and then that'll go away, right? And then they'll make a bunch of cowboy movies, and then that'll go away. So whenever the Roman Spartan, you know, all that era comes back again, they'll probably do a remake. But, but on that same thread, which is what we're... I know on, I know on the update, the teaser, we said we're going to cover Trump, but... Nah, much, I think that, and let's, let's, touch, let's touch on that a little bit because yeah, I, we have yeah, we, people, we said like but... oh, there's enough to talk. We're gonna talk about Trump, blah blah blah. But I don't know. Now that we're here, it's like eh, paquet putas and pinche. I feel like he, it's so toxic talking about him all the time that we will address it as much as needed, you know. But to be truthful, it's like you get enough of Trump on the radio, on TV, on Instagram, just by osmosis you know so like yeah if we throw something else out Reverse. there yeah i mean i figure you need a distraction right you don't always need yeah. on your face but movies today or content in general you know we're riding that wave you know talking about movies because we talked about movies this weekend and just uh, some new stuff coming out that we're really interested in seeing and just in general and so like my son james he watched hellboy for the first time this weekend and mm -hmm. it's an older movie, but he loved it. He loved Hellboy. He loved the character. 
you know, of red. And he liked that. It was just a, a, a demon running around the city and kind of, it was just really well shot. And then I told him that, you know, this was directed by Guillermo del Toro, you know, a Mexican director. And he's like, oh, wow, mm-hmm. really? Yeah. Oh, and he helped, you know, make the book of life. And he also made The Shape of Water, like showing his body of work. And he was saying, oh, wow, and he's he's Mexican? And I go, yeah, he's Mexicano, you know? And like you, just kind of giving him like, hey, this is a, here's a Mexican director uh, that yeah. did something and is going out and just really does good work. And so we started talking about movies and just movies in general, my favorite movies. And he started asking me, you know, what are some of my favorite movies? And so I figured, why don't we talk about, you know, because there's a lot of talk right now with remakes and new movies coming out and... And, and I wanted I pretty much this episode is about your opinion because I mean I I'm not as much as a connoisseur about you know Phil le film as much as the guy we just spoke with and Steve Steve Stephen and you um, I'll give you credit for that you know a lot you're very well versed in, in that um, but I just saw I don't know if it's a rumor at this point but um, Mike what is his name the guy from Black Panther. Uh, uh, oh, Michael B. Jordan, uh, rumored to be the next Superman after mm-hmm. uh, uh, Cavill. Mark, is it, am I saying that right? Cavill? 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 I don't know. The but guy that's playing Superman right now. He's, yeah, he's stepping out, and then they're bringing and they're considering him, right? And obviously, he's African American, so I'm sure people are going to talk shit about that. I really don't, you know. But then, uh, my question is, um, of course, I'm open to it. Um, but I saw somebody in the comment section of uh, somebody that posted it said, "Well, why don't you make him Latino instead? You know, like they, are, you know, they have Black Panther. You know, it's like they he he made us on. Oh, they have Black Panther. Like, how would you feel about a Latino? Well, you should make him Latino since he's alien and you know aliens and blah blah blah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I I'm down with whatever race, man. Like. I liked the fact that he's black. I think that that's the biggest departure from the Nebraska white boy Superman to mm-hmm. a black Superman, which they're gonna. They're, don't get me wrong; he can be a black guy from Nebraska, right? But yeah. the fact that there's a change there for the biggest change would be black to white. I mean, it would be yeah, black. There's a there's a, there's a cultural change. difference yeah. that occurs there, obviously, that they have to adapt the sto- you know the storytelling to, right? But how would you feel if they offered up, hey, here, make him a Latino? I think it'd be cool. I mean, there'd yeah. be something there. I mean, because why not? Uh, I think that Superman is, should embody the hero for everyone because he's an alien. He's from another world. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an illegal alien. He came here illegally and he's from another world putting in work. Some people see him as a threat. Some people see him as a savior and, and as a friend, you know, and that's kind of how our backpacker brothers and sisters feel. Yeah, here. but remember, remember, I mean, I want to go back to... Because, I mean, at the same time, I'm like, you know, why don't we just create our own stuff, you know? And we're and, and that's what we're in the process of, you know, like yeah. writers at this moment creating superhero villains and whatever not um, and universes, you know, um, that, you know, they're putting in work for that. So it's like, why not, you know, I don't know, as much as we want representation, why you know, like let's—it's I don't know. Somehow it feels like a handout. I feel you know? like no. You, I think no. I think what you're trying to say is that I'm not opposed to it. You know, but it's like, like that, like Hector clarify. You know, remember at the last when you interview him, like he was talking about how um, Captain America or Superman was like saving Im- like immigrants yeah. in, in in one of the scenes in the movie, right? Yeah. And then it's like that's all of a sudden now he's doing that. You know, now he's make now he we're coming into the picture for whatever reason when we haven't been in it and he's here another white man coming to save us, you know? That's how it it seems instead of, you know, there's been, you know, like ca- characters like, you know, like El Peso Hero like he's been doing that all this time. I don't know what like, yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, I think that it's it's great. Well, let's look at it from the perspective of the more eyes that can see this, right? So, mm-hmm. like we talked about with Gonzalo, right? Remember, he says, if you're tra- if you're gonna be underground, you're only gonna cater to this many people. If you're yeah. gonna go pop culture, yeah, but we're talking about see- Superman. Yeah, but we're talking about Superman, which 
he's the one of the he's the biggest name if uh-huh. you think about it right worldwide superman batman right? yeah so if you look at it this way they're like the, the you want to get the most eyes on it but it's also good to get that representation is it a token you know that's the one thing you want to look at it is it just them cashing in on the Black Panther mm-hmm. thing and going, hey, oh, it's, always, it's always cashing in. Like, okay, ne- so, never, never, never think it's above that. For, no, for, so for them. If it's, but, but what I'm going at, it's like, okay, if this is the beginning of something, cool. But if this is like, okay, here, shut up, you know, like that. That's well, it's hard because even like in certain comic books, if we're gonna go to that base level, Superman has gone through different changes and different, you mm-hmm. know, things. Even. Many a bunch of universes, right? Universes and different changes and whatnot. But he's always been Nebraska white boy, you know, to an extent. Yeah. Uh, but and I don't, I don't, I'm not deep into the Superman lore and no beyond that, right? But what I'm getting at is, if there's nothing wrong with him. Well, being, you are wearing a Captain America shirt right now. I am actually literally <laughs> wearing Captain America shirt, uh, the first Avenger. But what I'm getting at is, there's nothing wrong with having a black superhero, black Superman. Yeah. I think that doesn't just just take it. Let's use it. Why not? Yeah. You know, if if they're gonna give you the opportunity, take it, make it blow up, and that's great. You have a black superhero that's that big worldwide will be phenomenal. You know, but people are gonna be wanting it to fail. That's the thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. People too. are gonna want it to fail yeah. so that they can keep. Hey, you know what? We tried it. We threw you a bone. It didn't work out. Now we're going to go back to what we know works. And that's the problem. Well, you say, why don't we create our own? We do create our own. But would you be opposed? If, if to, would you be upset if they flip it? And you know, now people are getting all mad, right? Hey, this character's supposed to be black or supposed to be Asian. Why is he white? Or why is he this? People get mad. Well, because that, that already happens. Exactly. So that already, no, that are, no, so I'm just saying it's happening, right? So yeah. if that happens, would you be upset about it? So should the people that say so Superman's supposed to be a white man should they have a? They're gonna have a. They're gonna have issue with him being a black man. You know, it's gonna be. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, would you appreciate it if he was Latino? You know, as well. You know. Sure. Like, why not? I think it's yeah. cool. It's like so, it's our turn. You know, but. So then, not? yeah, I would. I'm I'm up for it, but I I would think about like the effect if if this turns into like a you know a thing that oh more Latino, you know, or more not only Latino but more diverse superheroes, right? Like, you know, Asian. Mm-hmm. In, in, well, all of Asia includes yeah. India, right? Um, well, there's been an, uh, uh, I think a Captain Marvel that was. Uh, well, yeah, that, and, and that's coming off of the success of uh, Wonder Woman, right? Yep. Like Captain Marvel, they're gonna make her, they're gonna introduce her into the universe um, because of the success of. Uh, and again, that's just, and then uh, because of like you said, Black Panthers are coming and trying to make you know Superman African American black and. So I don't know. I'm up for it, but it's like let's also, como se dice, um, not rely on them to give us the opportunity. Yeah, let's also foster, you know, the people that are creating content right now and putting yeah. it out and putting their necks out there, and you know, pretty much their their livelihood on the line for it. So, um, no, yeah, we gotta support it too, right? It's easy so to walk in. So in, in, in the list of that, what are some remakes that you've been hearing about? In addition to those. I've been hearing Married with Children. They're, I don't know if they're, are they remakes or... Re, and, and this is obviously movies and shows, right? I've heard about Married with Children. Um, Men in Black. Is that a remake or... Well, Men in Black, apparently they're saying it may not happen anymore. I was looking it up because... It was supposed to yeah. be Men in Black and 21 Jump Street. They were going to do some comedy. It was so weird that it got a lot of buzz, what? but I don't think it's happening. Okay, and then they're gonna also do Avatar: The Last Airbender, which I don't know about you. But have you seen those Netflix remakes of the anime or like TV shows? Have you seen that the live action adaptation of those? Yeah, they never really. They never really make it happen because me and okay, because they also watching... did Attack on Titan, right? We tried watching Bleach, the mm-hmm. movie, and yeah. it was okay. It wasn't bad, but it was just like eh, mediocre at best, and. I gave it a shot. I really wanted to like it because the, the 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 budget behind it looked good. But, what, but what's the but what's the difference between Avatar: Last Airbender live action compared to the movie that came out with M Night? Like oh it, well, the biggest difference is just who is directing it, and they have more time too. It's a series; it's not a movie. 
the the problem Ooh, with the Avatar true. movie is that it was rushed. Like Aang, the character, had all his powers pretty much like fifteen minutes into the movie. You know, as opposed to like the series, he develops and learns as he oh, goes. Oh man, it was a very well told storyline. Yeah, so you got to keep in mind that with good storytelling, there's a pace to it, right? And so the if if you're giving somebody enough time to develop that story as a series, that can work. But if you're giving them an hour and a half to tell a 25 episode story, that's hard, and it doesn't work out. And along, I mean, along those same lines, um, Dragon Ball. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I'll give you an example. Look, look at like, oh um, look at the superhero movies. They're do they're they're becoming so big that they have to have two and a half hour movies, and then it's part one, part two. You know, like because they're so big, they don't have enough time, and it's it it's hard to sit to a two and a half hour movie, man. It's hard to sit through that. It really is because you start getting like, man, this is good, but. I got to go to the bathroom, tengo hambre, or this is getting kind of redundant, you know, like, and you know it's going to end on a cliffhanger, so you're kind of like, oh, shit, you know? So I think that if you do a series, it may make it a little easier than a movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> there are some things that shouldn't be remade, you know? like Mary Okay, so going along those lines, like we, like I was asking Mr. Sigmund, uh, what are, what are, what's a, Something you would never... I have one on the list that I would never want to see made. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll share mine. Mine would be uh, Fight Club. Ooh. I don't see... Like, to me, that's one of the... I mean, okay. I would never want to see that made. I think it's perfect as it is. You know, the, just the whole story, everything. Just I love that movie. Um, that needs to happen now. Um, but oh, Project Mayhem. Mayhem, yeah. Pero the only, like, in, in today's age, the benefit that I would see about a remake of um, Fight Club would be that they would be, they may be the destruction and bringing, and them bringing down, you know, the whole system itself. Or, they'd be, they'd be the, the banks, heroes. Right? It wouldn't be the bad guys anymore. They'd be like, yeah, it would be, be the, the hero. Yeah, it would, it would be the heroes, but they would also do more like a, computer hacking, you know, aspect to it more than back then. Back then, they just brought the goddamn buildings down, right? No, but it was all the credit card companies. Your credit yeah. report gets wiped. You start from zero. Yeah, but I don't see a, I don't see a, a reason to... To me, that would be... Don't touch that, you know, to me. It's a product of its that. time, and it's, yeah. it's in a capsule, which is good by itself because, one, you appreciated the... If you, if you have not watched Fight Club, Please, I'm sorry. Go I'm fucking spoiling watch stuff, it. Like, but shut up and go watch, go watch it. You you appreciate like the little nuance. Stop listening. Stop listening to this and go watch it. Like because even at the end of the movie, they trigger back to the beginning of the movie, and you're like, oh shit, yeah. I missed that. You can watch that movie again, and you catch things that you missed. And so Ooh, in, there's like a bunch of like little flashes. Like the, yeah. it was so, so well made. Like, not to give too much away, but it's it's it, the, the the technology at the time, and how it was shot. It was perfect, man. So I mean, yeah. the fact that uh, I agree with you, I think that that shouldn't be touched at all. And Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt, like for for you know being a the pretty boy at the time, right? Which I, I think like when they cast pretty boys, they tend to ruin movies, right? Um, but he did a really good job, man. Like at you know, because at the time he was it, right? In terms of, of well, I mean, it was it was right at the end of the '90s, you know, it was right '99 when it came out. And it's David Fincher. So David Fincher, man, has made he makes some visually like some great fucking movies, man. He did World War Z, and he's just done like amazing, amazing stuff. And he, he did like uh, Zodiac and Gone Girl. So you'll see like his movies are all dark. And he did Seven. So that touches what your boy said earlier. So like, oh yeah, it's right True. there with that. So he loves Brad Pitt, by the way. He's <laughs> that like always work together. But uh, Fight Club, for what it was, man, it was a great. The book is always better, in my opinion, but. The movie the book was just as good. Just the, book as, <laughs> the book is always better, but uh, that film is awesome. I agree with you. One another movie that I think should not be touched. I'm gonna name two, okay? Because I'm a, I'm a okay, one upper. The Godfather should not be touched, mm -hmm. or because that's a product of its time, you know, for how it was shot. I mean, just the character, like who would fill those shoes in my in my head, like. 
like Fight Club, I would I could see it being remade with different actors, to sure. be honest. Sure. But I don't know. It just made the way it's made is perfect. The actors they can come and go really to me, to be honest. Um, even though the the actors were perfect, but I can see other actors of this moment that can play them. But for like Godfather, who who would fill those shoes? You know that that's that that would be like my question. I have no clue, man. I don't think that you can replace that cast. And and one that I wish they stopped making is the Rocky movies. I think they need to stop oh. making Rocky movies because I love Rocky. I love Stallone. I'm gonna watch Creed too. But this is the thing. I like Creed. That's a whole new thing. Get uh-huh. Michael B. Jordan again, right? We're going back to yeah. him, but I like yeah. Creed. But I'm done with all the Rocky. Like, I think I'm a fan because I'm a fan of, of Sylvester Stallone. But I think that I wish they would have stopped making Rockies. <laughs> stop making Rocky. Stop making Rambo's because they're making another Rambo. So what? Yeah, he's filming Rambo again. So Rambo Five is being made. <sighs> so that's the needs to stop. Like, let's enjoy what it was for that time, an action hero, and that was fun, nostalgia. But we're done. And then one other movie that they should not touch, or make mm-hmm. any more, just out of respect, and it's perfect as it is. Back to the Future. That whole series. Yeah, yeah. That leave it. it. You know, technology can improve a lot of scenes, but. That's it, man. There's no other Marty McFly that you know they can do that shit like the perf- you know like the doc. doc, doc. Yeah, doc. doc so yeah, I agree with you completely. Um, there's like for example, I just also saw Predator, the new one. Oh yeah. Um, How was that? So I'm a sucker for sci-fi. I'm a sucker for Predator. I'm a sucker for Alien. Any of that stuff. But I'll be honest. How, how do I put it? I I enjoyed it because it's you know for the reasons I mentioned, but I it was not a good movie, man. Like it's it's it just didn't do it for me in terms of the storytelling itself. So you know, not that I'm a much of a movie critic, but I'm a, I'm gonna give it a, a Rupert and Ebert. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> what I'm thinking, really. All right, guys, we want to end the show tonight. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, always you can follow us online at My Primos Podcast on all social media. You can email us at mypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening to us tonight. Uh, this is our filler episode right in between. Coming back from uh, just the, uh, the interviews with Gonzalo, uh, me moving, uh, just a lot going on right now. But I definitely want to try to put a show out every week. I hope you guys can come back. Appreciate you listening. Cuídense. Buenos días, buenas noches. Adiós.